0: The mystery and the miracle of the birth of Christ was the fulfillment of the promise that God would be with his people. The very name Emmanuel means God with us, and Jesus Christ is our Emmanuel. In this study, Scott Pauley reminds us of our ever-present Savior, God with us.
1: Today, we begin an exciting new study in the Word of God that is based on a principle woven throughout all of Scripture. In fact, it cannot be confined to one text. We'll have to walk our way through the Bible. We'll begin in the book of Genesis and we'll end in the book of Revelation because it is really the great message of all of Scripture. We'll take as our key verse for this study a verse found in Matthew chapter 1 and verse number 23. In the passage, the classic passage about the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, we read this, Matthew 1, verse 23, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. May I tell you, there is an eternity of truth wrapped up in those three little words, God with us. It's one of the names of Christ, Emmanuel, but it's not just the name of Christ. It really is a revelation of the heart of God. It's the message of the whole Bible. From beginning to end, the desire of God has always been that his presence would dwell with his people and that his people would live in his presence. Now, before we begin our introduction to this study today, let me tell you how I came to this truth myself. Some time ago, we did a study through the life of Joseph. I hope you've listened to those studies and I hope you've you've gotten a little book on the Lord was with Joseph. And in that study, we found that in Genesis chapter 39, four times it said the Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with him. The Lord was with him. And it was powerful to see God's presence in Joseph's life in the most difficult places and the most difficult circumstances. In the midst of that study, It prompted my thinking because I started remembering other verses in Scripture where the Bible says the Lord was with that man, and the Lord was with those people, and the Lord was with him, and the Lord was with her. And so I made a study of all the places in Scripture where the Bible says that the Lord was with people. I'm so excited to share this study with you because what we're going to do, we're going to study the lives of many people through the Old and New Testament who all had this descriptive phrase said of them, the Lord was with them. And to lay a foundation for that truth, I want to take you back to the book of beginnings. So go with me in your heart and in your Bible if you can to Genesis chapter number 3 for just a moment. And I want to show you the heart of God from the very beginning. Remember, God created man and woman, placed them in the Garden of Eden. Why did he make a specific place for them? Why? Of all of the creation, did God make them the way he made them and place them where he placed them? And the answer to that was because he wanted to be near them. You see, the creator came into that garden. He had created man with a capacity to fellowship with him, and he came into that garden specifically to fellowship with man. It is one of the most mind-blowing thoughts to think that the creator God of the universe who is above us and beyond us, bigger and higher and grander and greater, would yet want to be with us. And yet it's a revelation of the heart of God. You know the story, of course, the day that Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 3 and verse number 8, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves, here's the phrase, from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Now, I don't believe this was the first time God came walking through that garden. In fact, I think this was a regular occasion. This was a normal occurrence. I think the one thing that was different is every other time they had heard the voice, they ran toward the voice, and this time, for the first time, they ran away from the voice. Why did they do that? Because they had sinned against God. Remember what the prophet wrote, your sins and iniquities have separated between you and your God. And so suddenly, man is moving away from God, away from the presence of the Lord. The very next chapter, Genesis chapter number 4, records for us of their son. Perhaps you know him. His name is Cain. Remember the first murderer? He takes the life of his own brother. Genesis chapter 4, verse number 16, records this tragic statement. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. So in Genesis 3, mom and dad are running from the presence of God. What does it do? It perpetuates this, uh, this sinful line, this sin in the mainstream of humanity into their children and to us, I would remind you, that all of mankind apart from Jesus is moving not closer to God, not nearer to holiness, but further and further away Sin always separates. The Bible says there is none that seeketh after God. And yet here's the amazing thing. God continues to seek after man. From the very beginning, man was the runner and God was the seeker. Some things never change. You see, every person on earth at this moment is either coming into the presence of the Lord through Jesus Christ, coming God's way, or like Adam and Eve and Cain and every other sinner, running away from the presence of the Lord. And in every generation and in every nation, God is seeking individuals who would walk with him. You remember Enoch walked with God and Noah walked with God and Abraham was the friend of God. And God called Moses up into the mount for 40 days to spend time with him. He called the children of Israel to Mount Sinai to speak to them. He established a tabernacle and later a temple and his his Shekinah glory. His presence would come down and commune with them there. God has always longed to be with his people. And then if that were not enough, and it was not, Jesus came. We come full circle back to Matthew one twenty three, 23. Emmanuel, God with us. God became a man without ever ceasing to be God. Why did he do that? The Lord Jesus Christ came to us because we could never come to God any other way. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And think about this. Those first followers, they had the distinct privilege of spending three and a half years with Jesus. What a privilege that was. But what about us? Well, after the death and burial and resurrection of Christ, he ascends back to heaven, and just like he promises, he sends his Holy Spirit to live inside every one of his fathers. Why? Because God wants to be with us. And every day God has made a way so that we can be with him, so that we can live in his presence. And then where does the whole story end? Oh, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but it will end in Revelation. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. Uh, We will be in the presence of God forever and forever and forever. I want to say to you that the greatest goal in life is to be in the presence of God. The greatest privilege in life is, is to be in the presence of God. And you don't have to wait till you die or Christ returns to be in the presence of God. You can be in the presence of God right now. How is that possible? Because God has come to us. And all through Scripture, God's revealing to us his heart for his people. And what is that? He wants his people to live in his presence. And we're coming back to the word of God in the next study and we're going to start walking through these occasions where the Lord was with specific people and learning lessons that we can apply to our life, I want you to do one thing as we begin our study. I want you to pray that God would teach you what it means to live every day consciously in the presence of God, to recognize God with you. It is the mystery, the miracle, that the creator God of the universe, knowing we could never come to him, would make a way, that he would come to us.
0: Emmanuel, God with us. During busy seasons of life, it is important to be consciously aware of God's presence. In all seasons and in all circumstances, God has promised you his presence. Emmanuel is not simply a name, it is a promise. Be sure to visit EnjoyingTheJourney.org and sign up to receive Scott's weekly newsletter, Helping Your Joy, delivered each Thursday to your inbox. Your joy will be helped with short devotionals, ministry updates, and Scott's upcoming itinerary. Simply click on the subscribe link in the top right-hand corner. From Scott and all of us here at Enjoying the Journey, thank you for allowing us to be an encouragement to you.